to the Dr. Supercoach podcast. You're on once again with Cheezo. It's that time of the year, ladies and gentlemen. The carnage is finally starting. And I say carnage, we need a calm head on the podcast. Someone like Pistol, mate, I need your advice. We all need your advice. How are you, champion? I mean, I've just seen the teams, and I feel like I've been slapped in the face as I've pretty much got hit with all of the um, major outs this week. So I'm I'm in a, a bit of trouble. So I'm hoping we can talk through everything this podcast so I can feel a bit more at ease. A little bit more at ease is just hearing your voice helping us get through these troubled times, mate. So it's great to have you on the podcast. We'll quickly get into some housekeeping before we get underway. Lots to talk about. Uh, Three or four new patrons have signed up. We've finally hit that 100 uh, patron mark on Patreon. So we are going to do another giveaway pistol. We'll do another random draw for those that have signed up as a little bit of a way to say thank you. 100. Uh, That's amazing. I just didn't expect it, and JB's been bragging the whole time because he predicted it. Uh, but we've got 101 now, so I still claim that he was wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's no, it's it's like one of those you know jelly bean things that you have at the fair. You've got to guess how many jelly beans are in the jar. If you get one off, you don't win the prize. That's not how it works. All right, it's like a uh, Price is Right. It's got to be yeah, the, under. Yeah, not, that's it. Well, whatever. It is under. That was a terrible example. Let's move on. <laughs> Uh, we've got Mick Butler, Baloo Bagger, Sean O'Sullivan, and Harry Cotter. Thanks for signing up and becoming part of the uh, the Slack channel. Uh, Pistol, we'll jump straight into the team so we can start discussing about the important topics. Uh, get underway with the Eagles and the Demons, mate. Ooh, all right. Uh, on the Eagles side, in comes Rioli um, of the Willie variety, and out goes Jake Waterman. On the Melbourne side, we've got Alex Neal, Bull, and Tim Smith, Oscar Baker, who's a newbie there, midfielder, rookie. Um, Harrison Petty also in. On the outs is Melksham, who's out for a couple of weeks. Michael Hibbert, who is injured, as is Jordan Lewis. And Declan Kilty is omitted. Cheezo. Yeah, uh, Oscar Baker coming in for his first game. Um, he's more of an outside midfielder that gets in the low teens possessions. So just imagine Willem Drew without the eight tackles a game. So um, not something huge to look forward to. Uh, we'll jump into the next one, the Pies versus the Saints. Uh, Pies have got Beams back as well as Travi Varco. Out goes Rupert Wills to go and dominate the VFL again and Jamie Elliott. Uh, Elliot. Uh, Robbie Young is debuting for the Saints along with uh, Jonathan Marsh coming in for his second game, so he'll be in the bubble next week. Out go Jimmy Webster and Ben Long. Uh, Jimmy Webb, uh, sorry, uh, Robbie Young is a, uh, a low possession uh, kind of tackling forward. Um, not going to be a high super coach player, but definitely one to watch if he uh, is on the bubble in a few weeks' time. Yeah, I think the stat was he's averaged 11 disposals over, was it 60 Sandful 60 games? 60 games, yeah. yeah. So probably not going to be the super coach rookie um, that we've been crying out for. But this game, I'm, I'm interested really to see how Rowan Marshall goes up against Grundy. Um, I've heard some funny stats um, over the weeks of, you know, Grundy doesn't score that well against Saints, but let's put it into some perspective. He's he's going up against Marshall this week at the MCG, where I think off the top of my head, we we've, we've play at Marvel usually um, against Saints. So this one, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to watching and seeing that ruck battle. Very, very easy VC to chuck on Grundy this week, I think. Uh, but we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Uh, Brisbane Lions and Adelaide Crows made a few changes there. They did. Yeah, Josh Walker comes in, as does Mitchell Hinge, another rookie. Reith Matheson also comes in. Out goes Ryan Lester, Zach 
Bailey um, is injured for a couple of weeks, which is probably good news for Answorth owners. And Tom Cutler is also out. On the Adelaide side, Chase Jones comes in and Riley Knight goes back out. Chizo, the most interesting thing to note of this game is the fact that Matt Crouch was named um, for Adelaide. However, they did put out a post um, pretty much saying he's 50-50 and he'll pull out if you know he's not up to it um, as a laid out. Otherwise, he'll play. So be careful with your loopholes this week, especially in the midfield. Um, you know, Worst case, you end up trying to loophole for a captaincy option in the midfield and Matt Crouch is out as a laid out and you end up uh, with some donuts. That's right, uh, but the, the the positive thing being, um, I hate these fifty fifty calls when they are playing at home because they're so uh, more likely um, to to be a laid out. When you've flown them halfway across the country and uh, they've made it all the way there, they're almost that's almost like a tick of approval for me. Like they're, they're they're less likely to fly one of their stars all the way up there and take that recovery time away from them. Um, when uh, you know if they're at home, they can just uh, you know there's no travel time that is going to impact their 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 their, their rest and recovery. So uh, if he flies, I, I think it's a positive news for Matt Crouch. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, all speculation, but it's uh, it sounds like a good point to me, Cheezer. But what what do we know? <laughs> exactly, nothing. Um, that's it. Anyway, again, Riley O'Brien um, has been named. No other real. Um, surprises. I said Answorth um, is looking like a, he was a good rookie choice from last week. Um, yep. And that's that's about it for this game, Chizo. All right. Cats, dogs, run us through that. Oh, okay. I'm doing doing all the talk in this podcast. Um, yep. For the Cats, we have Selwood probably um, in. Darcy Fort definitely in. Out goes Charlie Constable and Rattigalia. No change to the Bulldog side, which is great news for those that have Will Hayes. Chizo, Geelong have played with us uh, too many times before. Atkins has been named. He did seem to suffer some sort of injury last week, but then they said it wasn't that significant and he's played. Surely there's some doubt over him, maybe some doubt over Selwood, maybe some doubt over Gaz being rested. Why don't we just throw Dangerfield and pretend he's a doubt when there's no evidence that he is. Um, Constable is dropped again. Is do you, what, what chance do you give him to be the emergency that is recalled if they do make a late change. Constable is at least 50-50 for playing this week. Like I, I'm almost comfortable putting him on my field. I'm that confident he's going to be a late in because, uh, as we know, the Cats like to just pull fast ones. Um, and but knowing them, they'll pull someone in like James uh, James Parsons to cover Selwood if he's a late out again just because the Cats <laughs> like doing that. Um <sighs> It, it's a frustrating thing we've just got to just got to deal with. A lot of coaches have pretty much just given up and thrown in the towel with, with Constable and, and cashed him in. Uh, I just find that so hard to do when he's got such a break, a good break even. He's still generating um, that cash when he plays. Um, I, I, I don't understand. Darcy Ford hasn't really been cutting it up in the VFL, yet suddenly he's he's coming in on the back of good form from the Cats. So you make of it what you will because... Um, I can't make heads or tails of the Cats this year. I'm a bit confused about bringing Darcy Fort in against Western Bulldogs who don't have a ruckman because Tim English is out and they're using um, Jackson Trangrove in the ruck. So it's strange that they're playing both Stanley and Fort. It's like uh, maybe they're trying to expose their lack of height, but it just it doesn't really make much sense to me, G, so it seems a bit strange. Um, but there is a couple of things we probably should then discuss. 
Fort comes in at a good time, I guess, for those with Riley O'Brien. Maybe there's potential to make a swap from Rob to Fort and bank some cash, um, but I don't really think Fort's going to have that good job security. So just floating that idea, probably not going I, to I eventuate. I think he's more coming in for Asaba, who's being managed. He's probably just getting uh, it's a, a like-for-like replacement, and Asaba will have a bit of a resting comeback either next week or the week after. I, I don't yeah. see Fort being a long-term replacement. Well, I, I think there's potential he can hold his spot just because Asaba has not been in great form in the last... Actually, for the majority of the season, he's just t- been ticking along. They could, yeah, they, they could they could hold him out for longer, um, especially if Fort plays extremely well. I guess we'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, Menegola was confirmed to have had knee surgery. Um, he missed last week, and now he's only going to come back after the buys. So they lost a midfielder and still dropped Constable um, Chizo. This just makes me think that they pretty much want to drop him at all costs. <laughs> if there's a player, if they don't need to play him, they won't, which is why I, I'm not too worried if you do want to get rid of him. Like, I know a lot of people want to hold him because he has a lot of cash to make, and I do agree, and he does score really well, but they clearly don't want to play him, Chizo. So, so what do you do? Uh, I'm just going to quickly uh, check how their VFL side going. Maybe he's they've you know they've taken some of their mature ages from their VFL side and they just they're struggling, so they're sending back one of their young stars just to keep them afloat no. to the finals. And then once they <laughs> get a few wins so. on the board, Constable's going to come back in. Maybe that's what's happening. No, uh, this is uh, no. I think this is fan fiction. Do we have a section on the podcast? Maybe we should make a fan fiction <laughs> section. Fan fiction on the podcast. Yes. Well, they they got beaten by North Melbourne VFL last week, so maybe that is. Maybe they they just constable <laughs> come back and save us. You know, uh, be that shining light. Uh, honestly, mate, I, I I can't make heads or tails. I'm I, I'm not even gonna. I, I'm sitting on the fence. I can't make any anything anything of it. To be honest. Well, all right. That's not. That's literally not helpful. But to anybody, I'll say this. Tom Atkins pings his hamstring five minutes into the first quarter, doesn't play the rest of the game. He just rocks on. up to training during the week. Yeah, I'm fine. I'll be right this weekend, boys. No, he, he came on and got a handball and then sat out for the rest of the game. <laughs> <laughs> I love these, like, less than one week hammies. Like, it, it, <sighs> Look, if you've no, never I, done a hamstring before, you kind of panic when you get that, like, strain. You get that twinge and you're like, oh, boy, this is my hammy. Um, and you don't really know what's going on. Um, so maybe there was a bit of panic behind that. Anyway, why don't you take us through your boys, Dons versus Fremantle. All right, quite a few changes uh, across the both teams. Uh, Bagley, Begley, Danaher, <laughs> Langford and McNeese coming in. Braden Ham is omitted, so luckily he's not going to suck in any coaches that were planning on on. He's got to go him. back to school, Chizo. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Zach Clark omitted. David Myers omitted after uh, shanking that kick after the sign. Devin Smith uh, confirmed to have that knee injury, potentially needing surgery. I haven't actually seen if he's um, uh, they've decided on on surgery. I believe they have. Yep, they have. Okay, well that's going to rule him out for a few more weeks. Yep. And uh, Fantasy obviously out uh, injured as well for a couple of weeks. On the Dockers side, we got Connor Blakely coming back in and Taylor yes. Duman for Travis Collier and Ryan Nyhouse. Big news with Blakely coming back, uh, Pistol. A couple of weeks from him, we'll get to see some form, but he's been cutting up the waffle. Yeah, I really like him. Um, I'm all, I've been a big fan for a long time, um, and I hope that he just torches it, and I can tr- look forward to trading him in. 460k is such a nice price for a defender that has 100-plus upside. So 
fingers crossed. I'll be watching him very carefully this week. Do you, do you want to know his uh, his stats from the waffle last week? 15 kicks, 16 handballs, 8 marks, 3 tackles, 3 inside 50s, 3 rebound 50s, and a goal. He's just everywhere. Yep. No, that's exactly what you want from somebody listed as a defender. Should be playing as a pure midfielder in the Fremantle side. Does have injury concerns, but again, such a good price. Such like large upside as well that he'll probably be worth it in the coming weeks. Um, probably wouldn't like I probably wouldn't advise to go early, but I'm also quite sure that he'll score well. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I think we will wait and see. Maybe get him after his buy, Chizo. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, do you think this impacts the resurgence of David Mundy at all? If he's if he's going to get that uh, that mid time. It's very possible that that will affect him. Um, it may affect Reese Conker, um, but yeah, Mon- Mundy is the one that I'd be worrying about. I, I would feel bad trading him in this week knowing that Blakely's just come in and we don't know what effects um, that will have on him. Jeez, I did want to mention um, on the Essendon side, Josh Begley is probably a mm. little bit cheaper than people imagine. 167700 I think. So what what do you make of his job security now that we've got Horacio out for two weeks and we have um, Smith out for you know six plus? Um do you think there's a potential that he can hold his spot? The Dons have always liked the fridge. Begs his um, just a big body around the contest, really attacks it hard. He's a you know a low disposal winner across half forward, um, massive leg on him. I would rather see us play someone like Begley over a, over a Mark Bagley, who seems to just miraculously keep getting games, even though he hasn't been good for a few seasons. Um, job job security wise, I obviously think that Fantasy is going to come in and you know replace him. Um, but the, the, the there's always been good signs shown from Beg, so um, it's definitely one to keep an eye on. But 170k, he's really probably only going to be averaging 65 to 70 at the best. That's so huge. whether he's, <laughs> it, yeah, at, that's the, like the very very top end, especially if we're um, we get on a bit of a run. So um, he he may be someone to look at in the coming weeks. But I, I think his jump security is compromised. We've seen with Will Hams what uh, you know they they give a few weeks to some young guys here and there, and then they're straight back out. Um, so I'd, I'd be keeping an eye on him. I don't think it's positive outlook on him at this stage. All right. Thanks, Chaser. I'm going to move on to the next game now. North Melbourne versus Swans. On the North Melbourne side, we have Marley Williams coming in, Scott Thompson and Luke McDonald. So that's basically um, the backline boys getting back together. Out goes Curtis Taylor, Sam Wright, and Sam Durden with that suspension. On the Swan side, we've got Bubble Boy comes in, James Rowbottom, and out goes Kieran Jack. They say injured, but really... You just have to watch him play, and it's probably <laughs> might be time um, for all Kieran Jack. Um, now, Chizo, there's been talk of people, I guess, wanting to spend up on maybe some rookies that have already increased in price. Nick Larkey is sitting at 177k himself. Um, two scores of 70s and a score of a low score of 45 against uh, Carlton. Would you consider trading him in at an inflated price? I would consider it for the job security purposes. So if you're struggling um, to align yourself up for the buys and a lot of your rookies um, are not going to be playing the weeks when you need them, I'd, I'd be considering it. I wouldn't be looking at him and saying, oh, he's got 
good cash generation potential. I think Larky, uh, and particularly if you missed someone like Answorth last week, their job security is quite good, and that's what plays in their uh, you know their benefit. Um, the fact that we've got a lot more rookies that have been named to debut this week kind of makes me a little bit more confident that we've going we're going to have bargain basement price to choose from in the coming week, so I'm less likely to jump on it. If we didn't have any de- debutants this week, I'd kind of be looking towards one of these guys that have the job security, but um, the horizon looks a little bit brighter than it did probably seven days ago. And I think they'd rather play Larky and develop him than bringing in someone like Tom Campbell um, in the f- near future as well. So, um, or prob- Aaron Hall. Imagine trading for Aaron Hall or picking up Aaron Hall and then just playing with the VFL for weeks on end. It happens. You can't win every trade. Let's ask ask Bryce Gibbs. Um, is that the only trade that the Gold Coast have won? I oh, know. I can't even remember how they picked him up. They probably picked him up in like a delisted free agent or Jack, something. Jared Lyons. That was um, a gift that ended up working out better than I think people expected as well. Yeah, not for the Gold Coast though. Like they they played for they played him like two games and then pissed him off. Oh, I was talking about the fact that they got something for him. Um, and now he's been just average yeah. for them, I guess. Aaron, no, Hall, Aaron okay. Hall, 29, right. 29 touches, 7 tackles and 2 goals in the VFL. Can't get a game. <laughs> Look, it's a, strong, it's a strong midfield at North Melbourne. Um, Is it? <laughs> no. When did this happen? I don't remember that. Um, James Robon's on his bubble, Chizo. Um, I think He's been cutting it up, mate. Those scores he's been putting up just makes me want to jump on him. He's peppering 40, um, <laughs> but so did... So did you're laughing, but I mean we've seen this before in Jay Lockhart, and now he's putting out the big, the big numbers. Um, do you think Robodden has any potential? Um, I was going to say it's hard for me to say, take it seriously when his last name's Robodden. Um, <laughs> do you think he could in any <laughs> world? That makes no sense. Do you think in any world he is going to be an option? Well, he's definitely an option if you're looking for a downgrade. Uh, at this stage of the season, these guys that we're downgrading to are definitively for bench positions. Um, it's not like we're downgrading someone, uh, like swapping rookies on field, like dropping um, someone like a Drew uh, to another forward rookie and then intending on playing them on the field. Um, Rowbottom, for example, I think would be a choice to kind of bank some cash if you need to, but with the carnage that we're having, no. we just can't guarantee that he's going to be playing from week to week to week, and he's not putting up scores either. So if you have, if he has to come on for someone that has, you know, Cornelio this week, for example, do you know, he, we're looking at 30s to 40s that come on, that, on onto the ground anyway. The the Jay Lockhart reference, eh, I'm not really sure that they're, they're like for like and uh, lightning's going to strike twice, but I'm sure there's some coaches out there that are just uh, so short on numbers that they, they need a warm body on the field just to cover a week or two. Yeah, he wouldn't be the one I would pick if I needed someone to play this week like sure. at all would not go near I'm sure him. we'll get to that person won't we uh, we probably will in the next game Chizo. <laughs> would you like to take us through it yeah we're back onto the Sunday game so these are extended benches and uh, both sides have actually named their entire reserves team <laughs> on, the, on their extended bench so that's going to be great uh, Power have named in Zach Butters Joe Attlee Peter Laddams Riley Bonner Billy Frampton Sam Mays and Joel Garner uh, Zach Butters is named on the field which um, gives a little bit more credence that he's going to be uh, picked oh, we have read somewhere Pistol that the Joe Attlee um, Joel Garner and I can't remember the the last one was it Peter Laddams that were no 
Definitely wasn't, we, but why don't you read the outs first so, before we, we go through potential him, yeah. anything anyway, else? Any, anyway, uh, Todd Marshall out omitted, Aiden Johnson omitted, and Ryan Burton injured. That's better. Uh, and on the ends on the Sun side, we got Will Brody, Sam Day, Braden Fiorini, George Holland Smith, Jesse Joyce, Ben King, and Jez McLennan. Out is Pierce Hanley, surprisingly injured again, Sean Lemons, and Took Miller also both injured. You want to talk about some of these uh, ends on the port side, Pistol? Yes, yeah, so the, the rumor has has it. Um, so Andrew Capel's tweeted um, out on Twitter that the outs at this stage are most likely, well, we know the outs are Burton and Drew um, Johnson, Marshall, and in comes Butters, Frampton, Atley, and Garner. Um, wet weather might be a decider and change that last minute. If there is wet weather, you'd think Drew is more likely to stay in the side rather than bringing in a taller um, player there, Chizo. Yep. What yeah. if if it's true, if the rumor is true and Drew is dropped, would you be moving him on? I won't be moving him on if he's dropped because he's not going to drop in cash. So I'll be able to um, just wait a week and see if there's a forward line rookie that pops up um, that I like the look of. Um, if he, no, I, I don't think that I, I, I would be moving Willem Drew on. I know the question that you're kind of hinting at is that if he is dropped, is there any way that he gets back into the side? I'm yes. assuming that's kind of what you're leading towards. What's your thoughts on that? I, I don't see a reason why he wouldn't get in because they they seemingly do want to play him. Uh, I think this is maybe just a response to just their you know poor performance across the, uh, uh, the showdown. And I, I know Drew has had a, a, a couple down weeks, but... His ferocity around the ball, I think he's averaging six or six and a half tackles per game this year. So, uh, you know, things will turn his way when he's just putting on that pressure. And, you know, I know Hinkley likes players that do do that. <laughs> do do. Joe Atley <laughs> is averaging 26 touches in the sample. Um, he's basically just been playing there for three seasons and doing very well it's his time we we wanted to start him at the beginning of the season and he got injured right before round one when he was probably going to play and then drew kind of took his spot i'm thinking that if you know if the, the rumors are true that it will probably be an atley in a drew out type situation so atley might have quite a preferable role in that port adelaide side speculation of course but to me i'm thinking port adelaide are most likely going to beat Gold Coast, especially when Gold Coast don't have Hanley or Tuk Tuk. So in that case, would they be making large-scale changes for next week? Like, would you recall Drew if you get a good win? I'm not sure. Obviously, it could be reading way too much in, in into this. I'm probably going to hold Drew for one or two weeks and then reassess, maybe upgrade him as close to the buy as possible to see if he's going to come back in or not. But Chizo. We were talking before about going early. If I had to go early on a bubble boy, I pro- probably wouldn't because um, you don't go early on a bubble boy. You just get them at a normal time. But row bottom is not somebody that I'd get. If, I, if I'm forced, if, you know, gun to my head, you're making me choose between row bottom stocker or a rookie that has yet to play a game, um, so you're that desperate. I would probably be leaning towards Atley if he is named just because he is such a good uh, ball winner. Yeah, no, I agree with that. So let's talk a completely reasonable sort of lineup that you might have in your midfield. You might have Constable. You might still have Bailey Scott. You might have Cornelio and the likelihood of Matt Crouch only being a 50-50. The chances of needing someone to come in this week to play a role 
you're arguing that just because someone's on the bubble but their scoring potential is completely shot is a reason that you would be looking towards picking up Joe Attlee on his first game because you know he has the yeah, you know the skill set and the game that will suit Supercoach to help you in a points four kind of format this week. But that's that's desperate times for desperate measures. That's not a suggestion to go early on him at whatsoever. Let's make that very clear, Chizo. Yeah, I um, like that you're covering up the you know the legal side of things when someone ruins their team bringing him in. Yeah, and then they say, "Well, you told us to trade him in." That's not what's <laughs> happening here. That is definitely not what is happening here. This is the situation where I, if Matt crouches out, I'm looking at a donut and I'm like, "Oh dear," you know, I, I need to get someone on the bench. Maybe I'll get him if I have to. Um, that's it. Wouldn't be a bad choice considering that we know he has the 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 game and the, the you know the potential to put up a, a really decent score if he uh, you know if he does play this week and against Gold Coast it's like come yeah. on you know, I'm expecting a good score from that one um, Chizo why don't we go on to the next game yeah sure uh, Richmond and Hawthorne extended benches again a lot of changes uh, on the Richmond side Nank and Jack Ross out injured in comes Vloston Ivan Soldo Riley Collier Dawkins Callum Coleman Jones <laughs> Daniel Rioli and Jacob Downsend. Um, and on the Hawks side of things, only ins for the extended benches. Tia Miles, Connor Glass, Caden Brand, and Connor Nash. Um, a few uh, new debutants for the uh, the Tigers in the two hyphens, Riley Collier-Dawkins and Cam- uh, Callum Coleman-Jones. Dude, that's a, a, a bit of a mouthful there, mate. Um, Soldo has been floated as a potential... Uh, you know, sideways trade or as someone in in the the ruck line there, pistol. But he's just way too expensive, and no one should be looking at him. Yeah, three hundred k. Don't get Soldo. Um, I think you know he's named as the ruck, so he's definitely coming in for Nank. Otherwise, Jack Ross. There's probably you know Fosswin could come in. Obviously, different role, but he needs to get back into the side. Um, I don't think either of the uh, um, double barreled last names. Geez, it, it really makes it seem like they've got a lot of players on their bench when you see like ten names, <laughs> but it's just but it's just hyphens. It's just hyphens. I don't think either of them are going to play this week. Um, but we're yeah, I guess yet to see. Um, Chizo, those with Jack Ross, he's obviously out for a long time. What do you, he's not going to lose money. So are you actually that desperate to trade him out unless you're copying a zero? Um, I wouldn't be desperate to tra- trade him out because you're just not getting anything from him. It's it, it's uh, part of the reason why I've still got Bailey Scott riding the pine at M11 because you're wasting a trade to basically get nothing from him. You're just basically you know sideways-ing, um a rookie. He's uh, more you know, expensive partic- than Atkins, Chizo. So you, it's two fifty k. It's nothing to sneeze at. Mm, I, I guess in that case, if you were desperate, you can. Um, Look at at two fifty k. I I would pull the trigger. I'm I, I'm reasonably happy that you can downgrade him if you've got someone to look at to robot him. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, probably not. I guess it probably uh, if you're not going to cop a zero, you you probably can just hold and wait for a rookie to be on the bubble uh, before making that move because you're not desperate since he's not going to lose any money. Um, I think that's a, a pretty straightforward one there, Chizo. Um Now the last game of the round. I should say, actually, before we move on, um, Bolter isn't playing starting ruck. I've seen we've got a lot of messages saying, should I play Bolter in the field now that he's starting ruck? He's, he's, not, starting he's ruck. not the starting ruck. Soldo is the starting ruck. Bolter's starting in the forward line and probably 
going to score 30 again. So just keep that in mind. Um, yep. GWS Carlton. Uh, now this one is a, this one this this one is the one that hurts. We've got Mumford in, Whitfield in, coming in extended bench, Haitley in on extended bench, Delidio back on the extended bench, Keith and Perryman also. Out goes Canelio, Zach Langdon, and Matt Bantain on the Carlton side. We have McCrady in, Newman in, O'Brien, Kennedy, Garlett, and Fasolo on the extended bench. And out goes Tom Williamson and Lockie Plowman Chizo. Canelio mm-hmm. is obviously the talking point of this game. He's out injured with that finger injury, which he sustained two weeks ago. He's been playing forward for two weeks and scoring badly. Um, until that point, he'd only had one score below the ton, but all of his other scores peppered the ton. We've got a quote, Chizo, that has not fulfilled us with any sort of confidence whatsoever. Um, did you happen to have that handy? Yeah, so Leon Cameron, uh, if I can just find it here for us, uh, it was quoted as, uh, in regards to Stephen Canelio, questionable for next week. Um, in regards to his, his finger not getting any better, we think it's only going to be a week, but his availability will be determined next week to see whether he's available. Right now, it's a little bit unknown. Um, that doesn't bode well. Pretty much for me, if it's a two-week injury, uh, it's pretty much always a trade-out. The way that he's been going this year in combination with this injury just makes me think, oh, and in the combination with um, you know what carnage that we're seeing with our midfield players this week, potentially with the Matt Crouch out as well, uh, if you have both of them, he almost just seems like a, it's taking things out of your hands and you're just forced to move him on to someone else. Well, the problem is it's GWS one week. Maybe we're not sure about next week. That's a six-week injury, Jesus. <laughs> if GWS is saying it, he that's 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 a long time. The pro- the problem is those that have Crouch and Canelio, like myself, and not strong bench cover. Um, we're in trouble here, Chizo. Um, Feels bad, man. I don't particularly want to trade Canelio. Um, I think his scoring has been. I mean, it's been average, but it hasn't been disastrous. And obviously, if he gets some rest, he'll probably come back and improve. But at the same time, if he's going to miss multiple weeks with that finger injury, there's just that complete lack of trust from the GWS medicos and what they're saying and what they're going to do. And, you know, do you take him in... Does does a two-week... If he misses next week, does he play against Gold Coast at skilled stadium like do you risk him against that game and then they have the buy so do you just bother just bringing him back after the buy and letting it heal up in a month um it, did i say skilled stadium yes you did <laughs> i mean they're probably not going to be playing gold coast and skilled stadium um i meant you said it again <laughs> i said they're probably not going to be playing them at skilled stadium yeah but uh, that's true they probably won't yeah i doubt that they're going to be doing that um they'll be playing yeah at the giant stadium so yeah, it's complete up in the air of what is actually going to happen. I think a lot depends on if you're playing for league or for overall. If you're playing for overall and you're doing quite well, given Canelio's troubles in scoring this season, it's not the end of the world if you do want to upgrade him, I think. Um, but this this one is highly team-dependent, Chizo. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, and I, you know what I see this week happening? I just see, like, Haitley not being named... Um, which he, he probably wouldn't be with the likes of Whitfield and Delidio being named um, in the team. Like, what's the uh, what's the likelihood of them being 
you know, emergencies. Um, and then he'll probably be a late in and score a hundred and make a hundred K for whoever's got him in their side for that week. I just, I just feel like this is the round where we all just get kicked to the nuts repeatedly. <laughs> Maybe even in the row bottom. <laughs> uh, and we should talk about the uh, the Carlton side of things as well. Nick Newman coming back in, Liam Stocker and Nick Newman named on the extended bench, um, and Stocker we we were none the wiser whether he's going to keep his half back side. So I really would have liked to see um, <laughs> I, I really would have liked to see Simpson named this week because then at least we'd have some idea about what Stocker's job security going forward would actually be like. I liked the pun, the the, the all, all the butt so. puns backside, yeah. Um, so Stocker is probably going to play. I think Tom Williamson's out, so I imagine it's Williamson out, and in comes Nick Newman. And then what happens next week? Does he just go out straight for Simo? So I don't really advise jumping on Stocker. I think there's so much in the air he could be dropped at any week, but they clearly raid him. So uh, yeah. It's a bit tough, Chizo. There's players like Lockie O'Brien who keeps coming in one week and then out the next. I, I don't yeah. think I'd be going this, there. There's this, so this many the rookies' names. Me. Yeah, this is the round for me that it just sucks. Like, there's I'm going to make one or two calls on the basic information that we have, and they're all going to be wrong. I can just feel it coming. This is this is the round where everything just kind of starts to unravel after such a good start to the year. Sometimes it's better to do nothing at all as well. Like, we don't have much information. It doesn't seem like any rookie is going to be particularly good. There's quite a few rookies that have been named for their first game, so we get to have a, a look at them in the coming weeks, as well as Blakely. Maybe he's going to come out with 150, and then we're going to be like, maybe we should get him after two games <laughs> instead of three games. Who knows? Um, there's a lot up in the air. If you can hold, it really might be just one of those weeks. Um, but otherwise, there's a, a lot to... Lots to go ahead, Chizo. Um, maybe we should jump into captains because I don't think we've really helped anyone with these team news at all. <laughs> and captains are something we might be able to help them with. We have absolutely no advice that is useful this week. So I'm not sure our captaincy options are going to help anyone. Uh, but we will go through La Hug's captains for round nine up on the website right now. His top three VC picks this week. Number one, Brody Grundy. Number two, Lockie Neal. And number three, Max Gorn. Brody Grundy um, against the Doggies on the Saturday. I think I'm just scrolling up here. That's definitely not uh, right. Against the, against the Saints. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that see? sounds uh, that sounds better. <laughs> a good thing I checked. Saturday afternoon, I think the really obvious VC choice is going to be Brody Grundy against Rowan Marshall because Rowan Marshall competes around the ground and he, he gets his disposals that way. But in the ruck, he really is a literal pushover. I can't dispute that. As I'd said uh, earlier, that's going to be my VC and a pretty obvious one of that. Say that you uh, you don't have Grundy, you're one of the uh, you know the minority that don't have them. Give us another uh, potential VC option. Um, Lockie Neal this week against Adelaide. Uh, unlikely uh, that they're going to you know shut him down, particularly at the Gabba. His uh, his ceiling doesn't look too bad against the Swans. Against our Crows, jeez. <laughs> Close, cheeser. Um, <laughs> that that that. Is fair enough, but I'm also looking at Max Gorn. It's probably an underrated option. Nathan Vardy is rucking solo, so that doesn't seem like a yeah. It seems kind of like a recipe for disaster. So it's pretty much going to be Gorn against um, Vardy. They did bring in Tim Smith, who will take minimal time um, in the ruck. 
But that to me seems like you could very well go gone into Grundy um, and just you know finish your captains right at the very beginning of the week, which might be helpful depending on which players you are using to loophole. Otherwise, Chizo, um, oh, I was going to jump into captains, but I guess VCs you might be able to squeeze Fife in um, as a VC. And I think McRae loves to play Fremantle as well. Um, so he would also be a decent shout, I think, Chizo. What about some captaincy options that you've got going for you? I think if you've uh, you've got Fife, uh, he's going to be um, really, really, uh, you know, big, particularly against Essendon. He always seems to go well at um, Marvel Stadium as well. He's got scores of 154, 121 and 139 for a 138 average across his last three. Uh, his last three games this year, he's averaging 128. And besides that, uh, you know, that game where he was concussed, he hasn't gone below 110 for the entire season. So um, but let's just hope he's just going to keep those elbows by himself side for a little bit longer because uh, he, he gave us all a little bit of a scare last week. Uh, another prediction, uh, or you know, if uh, you're looking to go um, a little bit unique this week, could be Tommy Rockliffe against the Suns. Uh, that you know they're giving up some big scores to premium midfielders and 175 to um, uh, Clayton Oliver last week. Look, if it's raining, you know, give me the Rocky. Basically, I'm, yep. I'm considering trading in Rockliffe this week and then just slapping that C right on him as well. Um, but it's tough when you also want Dunkley at the same time. Um, Boak as well has obviously scored ridiculously well this year, so he could be a very good um, captaincy option. Um, Chizo, for those that have or are looking to trade in Josh Kelly, yes, a double ton last time against Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> I know you want to bring it up. I'm assuming he's safely locked in as your captaincy <laughs> option for this week. See, here's the thing. I've got... Just that much confidence on the back of his 26 disposal 154 that against Carlton, uh, surely he's going to put up a, a 250-35 touch performance. <laughs> like, surely that, that, that's got to be what's happening. Um, I, I guess the, uh, the benefit is you... I mean, he's got no Cornelio. So around him, um, he's going to be copying... Um, pretty much every shovel out of the midfield that they can handle for him. Like I just see a big week coming for him. It's all lined up, but I think the funniest thing is I don't think many people are going to actually captain him because they're going to end up putting their VC on someone like Grundy, who's going to just take his one forty. He's exactly he's going to score one forty, and you have to take a one forty, and then Kelly's going to come out with like a two twenty or something ridiculous. That's um, all right. It's going to be unique anyway. Well, jeez. Oh, uh, yeah. I'd if you've got him and you don't have the captaincy on him, it's going to be a unique score. Oh, man. I, I'd say I'm not looking forward to that game at all. I can see my <laughs> rank just completely dropping. All right. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you the toughest question you've been asked this year. The VC is an easy question. You can chuck on, you know, Grundy, Neil Gorn. You'll take a 130, 135, something like that. If your VC fails, who are you going to put the C out of? Uh, let's say Kelly Fife. And a rocky. It's just Kelly. I don't need. I don't need to listen to the. You're going to overlook Fife and Rockliffe and bang it on Kelly. Oh, hundred without Canelio as well. I know he's been playing forward a bit more, but just the history, the confidence is up for Kelly. He's just coming off a 154. <laughs> it's just slap that on, slap that right on Kelly. Um, Chizo, talking of Kellys, probably an overlooked VC option is the Kelly of the Tim variety against the Bulldogs yeah. at the Alphabet Stadium, GMHBA. 162 basically from three quarters last week. Surely 
he is at least a worthwhile um, VC shout as well. Yeah, well, mate, I kid you not, I turned on the TV just to see what the score was. I dead set saw him eating a party pie on on the sidelines at, at quarter time. Like, I don't think he even turned up for the first quarter. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, he's just like, oh, yep, I better, better actually... Uh, you know, I better switch it on. Play the, now? He's, he's having a ridiculously good year. Um, I'd have no issue chucking it on him if you are looking for a, a, a more of a unique option um, for him. Against the Bulldogs, there's no risk of him copping attention. They're just going to go head-to-head. So um, it, it should be a reasonably open game, and, and I don't mind the idea of Kelly. I, I think there are probably some more safer VC options, in my opinion, um, pistol, but each to their own. I have uh, no dramas with that. Hey, man, I do need to uh, just uh, catch up on some housekeeping. Um, Al from the Slack channel has just sent in a donation to the Cancer Council. He's been dobbed in for having a conversation with himself when he's trying to talk to people on Slack. That's a little bit. <laughs> uh, I, I'm glad. I'm glad he's actually owned up. I, we we were talking to him uh, in the in the Slack before that that probably deserves a donation. He's got straight in there and uh, and chucked it what in. What a good lad! Oh, he's he's trying to have a conversation with Doctor Misadventure, and he kept tagging himself. So <laughs> I'm assuming he just keeps getting notifications, um, <laughs> notifications by himself um, talking to himself. So oh, it's just like one of those. Good. It's one of those situations where you you respond to yourself on Twitter, see the reply, and then respond to what you've just responded to. Not that I've ever done that, but I assume that's what it feels like. <laughs> oh dear. All right. Well. I guess no one would know Cheeso. Yeah, I was going to say, no no one looks at Cheeso at Twitter anyway, so no one would notice. Uh, Cheeso, thanks for joining me on this podcast. Uh, It probably ends before we completely lose the plot and I go and cry over my team. Um, You can find us on the Twitter sphere, um, pistol underscore DISC, Cheeso with a Z underscore DISC, and JB underscore DISC, or you can follow our. um, Dr. Supercoach Twitter at Dr. Underscore SC. Any final words, Chizo? Um, we are trying to work out our issues with the Twitter page if you do follow us on Twitter over Facebook. For some reason, Facebook has updated their privacy policy and won't let any connections occur between Facebook and Twitter anymore, so our updates and news are no longer getting posted. So uh, we're looking to find a workaround um, if, at the very least, we just uh, post separately so there's uh, things that are not automatic but we'll, we'll try and get that up and running again soon uh, and if you do enjoy the content please uh, feel free to have a look at the Patreon and see if there's anything that you find interesting if you want to become part of the Slack channel and get on board um, and if you do like to leave a review so that our brand gets out there and uh, uh, we find uh, uh, more people that would like to listen to us that'll be fantastic as well Pistol fantastic having you on the podcast mate I know you're uh, we're going to be talking for about another hour after this trying to figure out what we're going to do with our teams Definitely. Yeah. Maybe just rocking in the corner somewhere. Yeah, that'll definitely be (laughs) community. Good luck. Keep an eye out for those finalized teams Friday before trying to make any moves. The last thing you want to do is uh, do your moves early and then realize before lockout you can't, uh, after lockout you can't reverse them. So uh, keep alert. This is the round that's going to catch us out if you're not careful. And good luck. We'll talk to you on the review podcast on Monday. Catch you later.